Guess what, bitch? You already got one in 1984. His name is whatever the fuck the name of this kid was. Gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find. My name is Adam Portress, and I'm barely here today, uh, but I am here with special guest uh, back in the virtual studio for, oh, the how manyth time? 58? If it's one, it feels like a million. <laughs> Krista Contino Sambi, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Oh my God. I can't believe we're actually talking with like only the mildest of delays. Yeah. For those of you that uh, are supporters over at patreon.com slash the film find, uh, you heard a bit of what kind of goes on and the reason why today's show probably sounds like garbage, or at least there's going to be weird gaps and everything. Uh, it's all on fire here and uh, it's a little bit nuts, but you know, we're going to do what we can do as best we can do. Uh, but I do want to start yeah, off. We- hmm. See, there's going to be a lot of that shit oh, going on. I'm taking that right now, everybody. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we spent about a half hour trying to get this to work, so please forgive us for sounding a little bit less than uh, thrilled <laughs> right away, but I'm sure we'll get into being excited about things. It's like I'm going off the LTE on my phone, which is then connected to the laptop, and then we're going through Skype. I mean, there's just it's a lot of crap going on right now. <laughs> Nothing is working, but... We're going to do our darndest here to to get you chock-a-block full of uh, information. But before we uh, get to any of that, we do need to talk about something. Because sometimes, just every now and then, somebody goes over to patreon.com slash thefilmfind and joins up. And guess what you get when you do that? Right now, during the month of October, you are going to get a Film Find 5 every single day of the month. That's right. I'm doing 31 days of Halloween horror, a new horror or suspensey, thrillery type of uh, movie. Uh, just a five, quick five minute review, something nice and, uh, you know, uh, chewable there while you're waiting on the lunch line. I don't know if chewable is the right thing. That sounded right. I don't know. Does that feel right? Chewable? I think you meant bite size. Bite size. But, you know, what do you do after you bite something? That's right. You chew it. Unless you swallow it like you're some sort of a fucking, you know, weird. Uh, Dino bot, bot. Ooh, ooh, teaser for the show. <laughs> uh, uh, but so five minute segments every single day with me talking about a horror movie or something all throughout the month of October. I was gone. We the film finds been gone for a long time, but I tell you what, we are back full force here, and uh, you know, getting you new content all the time. So the people that go over to Patreon.com/slash the film find and support, you're definitely in there. There are twelve people doing that now, and one of those people actually upped. Their patronage. That's right. 
Maria from upstate New York has gone up to the full-fledged executive Aww. producer for this program. Uh, so she is going to get the biggest of shout-outs and uh, maybe a little bit of something, because she did that for both. Uh, she did it for this show and Preacher. So, or not Preacher, but HMP, rather. HMP. Uh, so she'll be uh, she'll be getting a little uh, package of goodies in the mail, so uh, keep on the lookout for that, Maria. Uh, okay, but uh, if you like to be like Maria and the other people that uh, get these Film Find Fives, I don't know if I'm going to re- uh, put them out in the regular feed. I kind of want to make uh, that an exclusive thing to Patreon people. And, uh, you know, we'll be doing more stuff like that in the future. So uh, stay tuned and, uh, yeah. Anywho, uh, Krista, welcome back. Thanks. I also want to give a shout out to Maria because A, her son just lost his third tooth, and B, she gave me a birthday present today, and thank you, Maria, you're a sweetheart. A little late on that, wasn't she? <laughs> I'm busting chops, I'm busting chops, it's all in love. Better than what you got me. Guys, I sent the biggest bouquet of flowers. It just went to the wrong house. <laughs> Which is because I'm allergic to them, right? See, God, I'm thoughtful. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. You know, people say people say nice things, and most of the time they're just being nice, you know? But sometimes you come across a real gem, and that's what we got in me, everybody. A real gem. Uh <laughs> So yes, thank you, Maria. And uh, what do kid? What are kids getting a tooth these days? I don't know. Probably a dollar is my guess. No, oh, I don't know, man. I've heard some crazy stuff. I gotta talk to my. I gotta talk to my niece and nephew. Uh, he's probably due to start losing some teeth and not too too awful long. She's. I think she's almost got most of them out of. The, I don't know when when kids lose teeth anymore. But I'll tell you this. These kids, man, they're getting money. They're getting a lot of bread, and I don't like it. Like, we used to, like, you know, I'm going to sound like old man Portress over here, but, you know, uh, we got, like, a quarter. Like, if we got a dollar, we were, like, fucking thrilled, right? But you don't, yeah. you know what we got more than anything. You know what was more valuable than money, but probably cost much less than the regular money. Was we, like, uh, favorite favorite one for losing a tooth? Rolos. Yeah, would have been awesome. Rolos under your pillow, that- fuck a quarter, man. Give me a pack of Rolos, son. A Ooh. quarter is much less than what Rolos cost. Yeah, so your but it's but it's less. But it's le- but but back in the eighties, it was less than a dollar. <laughs> it may have yeah. been. It may have been more than a quarter, but it was certainly less than a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, and at the same time, too, it was probably like, well, these were like two for one. So, uh, hey, put that under the kid's pillow. He won't know no different. He's a fat kid. He loves chocolate and, and caramel. What kids, <laughs> what fatty boy is not going to like that? Feed him up. Ta-da. Thanks, Crazy. Mom and Dad. Uh, maybe it'll take one of the mo- other teeth out real quick. We got to get this kid, you know, free of the teeth. And we can't punch him, not legally anymore, at least. So. <laughs> That's, that was how my childhood was. No, it's not true. I had a great childhood. Uh, so movies. We review movies on this show. Would you know that by, you know, seven minutes into the program? <laughs> Never. No. Um, 
We've got two movies to talk about. Both of them have uh, recently hit theaters. One of them, I'm sure some people will uh, maybe be aware of and I think maybe need to be made aware of. One many people will know. Perhaps you've seen it themselves and you'll never guess which one I picked. First up, we've got the... Here's the actual title. Uh, don't you want to do what what you've been watching? Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just announcing what we're what we're what, what we've d- already done. Okay, because I what actually we're, had something. We're, we're, so yeah, I was yeah, excited. yeah. I'm just telling people what movies we're reviewing. Then we're going to go into what you're watching. Okay. But first up, when we review today, we will be talking about the Transformers the movie. <laughs> Why they put the in front of Trent? Just make it Transformers they, the movie. No, the Transformers the movie. No, it's it's Transformers the movie. When you look at everything that is listed for it, it is the. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> uh, I. Oh, you're right. I apologize. I have the poster right here in front of me. I had no idea it was that stupid. So yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, we need more articles. More articles in this title, please. Hey. Uh, so, uh, this is actually your pick. Yes, as you can tell for the fact that I have the poster. First of all, what? <laughs> all right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about <laughs> how, we'll talk about where 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 this came from and why this was a movie we had to cover on this show. Uh, but the one that I picked, and we'll talk about whether or not that was a good choice uh, <laughs> when we talk about <laughs> the new movie Assassination Nation. I heard from some, uh, a, a guy I work with. He goes. Uh, he he gave me two movie reviews like 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 Assassination Nation is like maybe like a couple weeks old, uh, but he gave me like a uh, two reviews at once. He goes, "I'll tell you one thing, man. Predator is amazing, and Assassination Nation sucks." Um, <laughs> I can't. Well, I can't. Uh, we'll see if he was right. Well, you guys know how what I thought of Predator. <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Uh, we'll see if he was right about the other one. And frankly, the one I'm willing, I'm, I'm interested to see about this is your review. Uh, you had a much, uh, we'll call it interesting, more interesting experience than I did, but we'll get to that, uh, in the main review and everything. Uh, so let's go ahead and do this. Krista, what have you been watching? So I had a little bit of a crazy weekend and decided I was going to start watching The Good Place. I thought you were going to say I had a crazy weekend. There was this fella named Bernie, see? (laughs) That would have been much cooler. Man, me and what's-his-fuck and the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know who I'm talking about. I think everybody, if you don't catch that, guys, then look up Ber- Bernie and Weekend and then uh, get about 10 years older than you are. That's probably true. I, <laughs> I think anybody, if you're under 30, you're not getting that reference. Or you're super cool, one or the other. Uh, yes, so I watched I watch The Good Place. Now, and... is that the Ted Danson, Kristen Bell thing? It is. Ah, see, you didn't think I'd know that, did you? I figured you know more about what's on TV than I do. No, I, 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 I've, I've only heard of this thing tangentially and seen the thingy on Netflix. That's about it. Yeah, I had a bunch of friends who have all been talking about how great it is for yeah, a while. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah, so I My headphones got... just got way fucking better. I'm telling you, that was lovely. All of a sudden, I'm hearing shit in stereo. Keep going. Okay. That was well, just for me having a moment going, ooh, 
This is the point where I'm going to listen back to the podcast at some point and go, that's when I got both ears on. Go ahead. (laughs) Now that my dulcet tones are just even better than ever. Megatron. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no worries. So it was actually, it's a very bingeable show. What's the conceit? So the conceit is there is a woman who suddenly is awake in a foyer and gets called into a room and find out that she is dead and that she is and that no, 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 that she has made it to the good place. Mm -hmm. And so what the first episode tells you, though, is that she's actually not the person that they think she is. And she is a much worse person than they think that she is, which means that she actually belongs in the bad place hmm. and she, and she's terrified and doesn't want to get found out. <laughs> okay. So it's actually really interesting. Could I, this also be called Undercover Angel because I like that idea. I don't know why. <laughs> Undercover Angel. Well, the the show actually has quite a few twists and turns which it's not really predictable. Spawn in the shows up. Go ahead. <laughs> Kinda. No, um How'd you know that's a third season opener? I tell you what I do. I make the hits. But it's really clear that they did blind casting. Hmm. And it's pretty cool because then you see that they worked things around the people that they got into it. So there's a, there's a guy who ends up being, he's a Buddhist monk. There's a woman from Pakistan. There's a guy from Senegal. And they all speak, you know, they all speak English. The conceit there is that whoever's speaking, uh, their language gets translated into whatever the person yeah. listening Universal is Universal translators, like, yeah, I mean, that idea obviously has been done in science fiction and done inside of other literature and things as well. Great conceit. I always love that, where it's just like, hey, shut up. I'm Doctor Who, the TARDIS itself basically uh, relies as a, uh, if my understanding is correct, correct me, Whovians, if I'm wrong, uh, will translate, you know, alien languages on the fly, essentially, for the people that are listening, but you just hear just regular conversation. Yes. So that's kind of the fun part. And then they do a lot of, apparently the people who created the show were into Lost, which I'm forgot that I was going to say this until just now ties into one of my podcasts called the constant. I'm sorry. I just like the second you said that, I, cause I'd earlier, I was just like, have her do her shows, but uh, we got into just getting into transformers. And I think that <laughs> took us off the rails. Uh, yes. Tell people about that show and, and we'll have you at the end of the show. Do the other rants. Sure. Sure. So we are about to cover the season five finale. This coming, yeah, I know. I actually was just talking. So my co-host's name is Jamie. We're part of the Unspoiled Network. And so I've never seen this entire series before. She knows it back to front and then some. Well, and you've been going frontwards to back. So that's probably the best way to really know it. Although with that show, kind of hard well, to say. Good point. Good point. I'll give you that. I'm Points on that one. Cha-ching. So... We go episode by episode, and I give my reactions and predictions as we go along, which either could be dead on accidentally sometimes because I'm ranting about the most ridiculous thing I can think of, and then it ends up being true, or I am wildly off. And then, next thing you know, Jack has laser vision. I don't know. (laughs) In the first season, 
there is a hatch and I had to predict what was inside it. And I decided because I was annoyed that there were raptors. Baby birds. Baby birds are in hatches. Oh, wait, those are, uh, they hatch out. Uh, never mind. <laughs> so, yeah. I stood so, on my own petard yet again. I don't know. As usual. Well, you know. So, yeah. So that's, that's one of the things about The Good Place is that it flashes back to her actual life before oh. she died. And so you kind of get an idea of who she is and they, you know, there's a lot of character development of her and some of the other individuals who are in the good place with her. Interesting. I think in like what first two episodes or two seasons on Netflix, I think it is. Yep, and the third one is starting on Hulu right now. They had season or they had episode 1 up and then tomorrow uh, it's getting released. I forget what channel it's actually on, but the second second episode will be up. I'm interested in seeing where it goes. I have some things I want to pick apart, but I'm afraid to. Uh, Krista ruins everything. It. Yeah, that's fine. No, so, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's you know how it is. Oh, believe you me. So so yeah, cool to watch. Really bingeable as soon as you start thinking about it. And I don't know if this is just because, I mean, as you and I may have discussed before, both of us have, uh, have religious leanings and a lot of my friends who really like it are atheists. Yeah. There's, there's a couple shows like that that can kind of take about everybody. Yeah. So I think it might be just more that like, this is a little less of a funny joke to me than maybe them. (laughs) That's what I'm going to go with. Fair enough. Like, like I'm not, I'm, I'm not offended by it in any means, but you know, well, I've idea, always, like I've yeah. always said for this is what most stuff is just like, you know, if, if the basis of whatever you believe in rests on like, or could be crumbled by a couple of jokes, maybe it wasn't as, as a uh, deep of a leaning as you might've thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely that. But it's, I think it's more the, uh, so the premise is, is that you have to be an extraordinarily good person, like Beyond the pale. Oh, we're going Jehovah's Witness rules. (laughs) Yeah. It's Jehovah's Witness rule, basketball, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. uh, What was it? Florence Nightingale didn't make it into the good place. (laughs) Yeah, this very much is them then, isn't it? Yeah, so the whole concept when you're watching that and then like, because I'm me and you know how I am and I just get all stressed out. I'm like, that's terrible, but other people should be there too. (laughs) Nope. What's it? Uh, what? What was? What's the number? Hundred thirty thousand, something like that. Or is that I a low number? I don't know. I don't it, know. It might be. It might be. For some reason, I think it's like a multiple of twelve. So it might be a hundred and forty-four thousand. Maybe. I don't know. It's just like it's one of those things where you're just like, really? That's it? Yeah. Space is that limited up in heaven? All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, in any case, so yeah, it's a really interesting show. Uh, the Unlimited seating in hell. Did you know that? They're just like, no, we got plenty of room. (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much. And you you do eventually meet a couple of, or you get an idea anyway of what's going down down there. But uh, the actors are just phenomenal and really fun. And it's it's a, it must be really fun to have that opportunity as an actor to be on that show because it's pretty neat. So yeah, uh, check check it out Very if you have time. Very cool. Uh, as far as what, what you've been watching, I have been watching. Uh, let me let me actually let me bring up. I didn't have any of this uh, planned, 
But let me look up uh, some of the movies that have been out that uh, I've been watching but haven't had a chance to review on this program. Uh, <laughs> just because of a whole lot of stuff. Let's talk Peppermint. Uh, Peppermint is the new kind of action film, uh, probably going to be out of theaters really quick because it did not do a whole lot of business. I wanted to see that one instead of Assassination Nation, guys, and he said he nixed it. You would be way better off not, trust me, even with the experience that you had, and we'll talk (laughs) about it, I'm going to say this one would have been worse. This is rocking a whole 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, everybody. Uh, directed by Pierre Morale, who I actually like a lot of this guy's work. Uh, he's done some stuff uh, that's been impressive. Uh, he did the first Taken movie. That was like probably like his big foray into into stuff. Uh, also did a uh, The Gunman with Sean Penn. That was all right. Uh, but he's an okay director. But this that this thing was a uh, starring Jennifer Gardner. It's a piece of garbage. It's crap. It's boring. It's slow. There's a lot of action and gunplay in it, and I don't remember any of it. Um. The Meg. Well, no, we we talked. I talked about the Meg on the show. <laughs> I kind of want to see it still. Uh, it's uh, it's what it is. Yeah, uh, it just sounds funny and cute. Uh, Black Klansman. Uh, Spike Lee has actually made a good film. It doesn't happen too often for Spike, but every now and then he accidentally trips over it and makes himself a good film. I would put this one uh, most aptly just by the way that its structure goes with "Do the Right Thing." I, I thought that you actually did talk about this in another episode. Did I? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I pay attention. All right, good. Because I don't, you know, I see stuff and it's just everything is in and out of the brain in real quick fashion here. Uh, yeah, you, do, you liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's better than it has to be. Uh, do, 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 do. All right, so that's like one or two right now. So yeah. uh, there's there's others out there. I'm trying to kind of scroll. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, 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 do. Anyway. There's a couple that I'm sad that I didn't get to see, like the robot dog one called AXL. <laughs> but <laughs> even that one's at 22%. Peppermint was rated worse than that. Ooh. Uh, so if that tells you anything, there you go. Uh, and, of course, we'll be we'll be talking more stuff next week. I feel like I've seen some other stuff, but I sure shit can't remember it. We'll talk about those at a, at a later time. Mm. But let's go ahead and do this now. Let's get into our first movie. One that actually, uh, I want to say came out in theaters, but it, it played in a couple of theaters. Here is the trailer. Ugh. Here is the trailer for Transform The Transformers, the movie. Hold on tight. The most incredible rock and roll adventure ever is here. Feed him to the shark guns. Starring Judd Nelson as Hot Rod. Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron and Orson Welles. Beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. Transformers, the movie. Transformers, 
Transformers, the movie. Coming to a theater near you this August. All right, that was the trailer for the Transformers the movie. <laughs> Shut up! You know it's when you awesome. when you say it like that, that's how you know that it's uh, it, it's a real thing. Uh, this, of course, is from 1986. <laughs> uh, it's directed by Nielsen Shin, or Nelson Shin rather, excuse me, and starring get this cast: Orson Welles. <laughs> like, first of all, what? Orson yeah. Welles, Robert Stack, Leonard Nimoy, uh, Norman Aiden. Uh, we've also got your, uh, they've got it all out of this. Of course, Peter Cullen, that's your big boys. Yeah. Uh, as well as uh, another weird one, Eric Idle. Don't know why. I'll talk about him specifically, and I don't know why. Uh, we got Casey Kasem in there, of course. Judd Nelson. For some reason, I don't know. And, of course, people like Frank Weller, Neil Ross, and, you know, a lot of the regular Transformers people who don't even get major credits in the opening credit scene, which is, like, really a kick in the teeth. Don't forget the Micro Machines guy. Oh, and the Micro Machines guy. <laughs> which, I, another another thing that I have, another problem I have with this film is the Micro Machine guy, who I love, by the way. He's a great guy. What the fuck is his name? I can't. Oh. John Mashida? Yes. Why is he not listed in the major cast here? When I was he, through. He's, I mean, he's not Orson Welles, which, by the way, this was Orson Welles' last movie, and he died in the middle of it, so Leonard Nimoy actually had to take over some of the lines oh, and John imitate Mas- Orson Welles. The, the picture of John Mashida is like him in a top hat, so it doesn't look like him until oh. he's in like some weird circus outfit. It's like, who the fuck did... And like, the next one is him and his dog. <laughs> How about like you from a Micro Machines commercial, you son of a bitch? <laughs> James Louise. Uh, so 1986, let's see. Uh, three, four, four. I was four, so I did not watch this in film, in, in theaters. You, I was eight. You were 28 and you were... <laughs> I did see it in the theaters. And I, much like every other child in that movie theater, sobbed openly. You know what's interesting? Now, again, these are all going to be spoilers for Transformers the movie. Trust me, you could write this yourself. (laughs) Uh, I remember, like, what little bits I remember were, like, somebody probably was playing it in the background when you were, you know, at daycare or something or whatever. Uh, but I only remember bits and pieces of like the beginning and like little things that you've seen over the years. I'm sure that gets embedded in your brain is like, oh yeah, I saw that way back when, but, but you didn't. Um, <laughs> but I remember, I remember some of this stuff, and um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Like I know who this is for. This is for the people that are that are that are about your age or a little bit older. I can't. I don't know anyone over the age of ten that would find this movie entertaining. You can go to hell. Well, I mean, just like from, <laughs> but like, okay, all right. So, like, one thing that I thought that I that was going to be like way later in the film, but is like in the first fourth of the movie, is, is that Optimus Prime death? Yes. I was thinking. I'm just like, it feels like you should say this towards the end, right? And then no. he, and it ain't like he's alive by the end of the movie. No, no, still Mm-mm. dead, just dead, dead. Yep, that's all. 
Yep. Can you can you can you imagine being an adult bringing a child into the movie and nobody knows that's what happens? Yeah, that's got to be that's a day wrecker. Yeah, except for the fact that the rest of the movie had things like the Dinobots. Oh my gosh, me Grimlock. <laughs> hey. Tell story. <laughs> and the worst part about it is like when he fucks up and doesn't do it right, it's just like, oh, but there was one that you should have done there where you referred to yourself in the first person. That's not right. Come on now. <laughs> it's a couple of times like, hey, man, if you're going to have these stupid rules, like I'm going to say me Grimlock, I'm going to say me before Grimlock every time because it's funny. And it is. It is. But when you don't do it, you're disrespecting your own rules. <laughs> Just no good. You know what I did like? I did like Soundwave because I had. A, you know what? You know yeah. what? You know what? This movie got me more of is like Transformers that I had. Now here's a little confession. Yes. I I watched some Transformers cartoons growing up, mm-hmm. but I was actually a bigger fan of, and we didn't have many, mind you. Uh, but I was a bigger fan of the toys. Now I had like more cousins and people that I knew that had them, and they were super yeah. cool. And I really sucked ass at transforming them too, because I was just like, that was at a young age, that was not the thinker that I was. I'm I'm better at it now, but back then it was just like you handed me, you know, a, an impossible Rubik's cube, and I was like, I oh, hmm, can you well, finish yeah. this for me? <laughs> Yeah, well, it took a while if you didn't see how it originally went, and on top of which, you were younger, so it was probably a little bit more difficult. Oh, like, yeah. Especially if you don't watch the cartoons, because the cartoons actually kind of tell you how it transforms. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but I remember, like, I remember more of, like, more of the toys and stuff than I do the actual, you know, show itself. I, like I said, I, I watched some, but it wasn't like... Like again, I'm I'm a couple years too young for this to have been right in my wheelhouse, which is really odd because I love the Michael Bay Transformers movies. I know I'm a weird outlier in that section. So, did you recognize the uh, the argument between Optimus Prime and Megatron that the Michael Bay first Transformers movie just fucking lifted from this movie? I. Feel like I mean I watched it. I was kind of going to sleep when. Well, I was you know laying in bed when I watched yeah. the first half. What what was it again? I feel like I remember that, but oh, uh, it's just basically you when the, when they're when they're fighting and you know I'll rip out your optics and all this other stuff. Dead on that entire fight scene at the end of the Michael Bay movie where yeah. they're fighting each other lifted the discussion between Prime and and Megatron. It is the first time I saw that in theaters for the Michael Bay version. I was laughing because I was like, there's fan service and then there's just lazy. I think it's fine. I think things like that are A-OK. It was it was highly entertaining. And I'm always entertained when robots choke each other. Listen, all I'm saying is if I go to a Thundercats movie and some motherfucker doesn't say thunder, 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 I'm going to gasp for my money back. Well, that's one thing. But if you take a five-minute dialogue you know, like five pages of script and just chunk it in your movie, it's a little funnier. Yeah, you know. I'm not against it. I just thought it was entertaining. But it's, uh, but yeah, I remember, I remember like, and but relating back and then I remember some of the toys. I remember the Dinobots because that was like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And, and again, make no mistake, watch the, uh, it's on Netflix right now, the toys that made us, watch the Transformers episodes. 
These were just made to sell toys. Do not kid yourselves, Transformers fans. I don't kid myself about Silverhawks. It, it ain't really good, okay? Silverhawks is awesome. You can <laughs> shut up. No, the, hey, I had Silverhawk pajamas, okay, that had wings underneath nice. the arms. Believe you me, I get it. Everybody has their own stupid shit. Guess what, Transformers people? This is your stupid shit. Voltron. I was a big fan of Voltron at the same time that I love Transformers, and Voltron is 50 times worse. And I, I hate that, saying it, I hear but that it's new true. Voltron, I, well, I, again, the Voltron, another thing, played with the toy. Don't didn't really watch the cartoon as much. I it's like we we just we were like the ultimate consumer. They're just like, oh, he doesn't even need a cartoon. This dumb dumb will just buy toys. <laughs> you mean like a normal kid? Well, actually, it was more like my parents and they. You were usually toys that were like secondhand from other people. Like when we got our Castle Gray Skull for uh for Christmas, that was mm-hmm. used. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Like, they just like wrapped it? it up. We didn't know any better. We were just like, hell yeah, dude, we got a Castle Gray Skull. It's like we bought that at a garage sale. I'm just like, we didn't give a shit. Yeah, hey, the only reason I had a couple of the Transformers was because my mom decided they were science-related. So I I had Perceptor, which is the microscope one. And by the way, it actually kind of worked like a microscope. I love that that's a fucking microscope, and I love that that's a Transformer that's just like, what purpose do you... Because there's a lot of questions that go on when it comes to the Transformers (laughs) and their world. I Listen, take what you will from the movie, but... I like the idea of like these things kind of almost being energy and then they just can take over like a particular thing, like a truck or whatever, and then become that. I kind of respect that as an idea. With this, with like the cartoon and stuff, and please, Transformers people, email me thefilmfind at gmail.com. Tell me where I'm wrong. I'd love to hear it. I'm willing to say, but, and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Feel free. Um, um, what, what's the deal? First of all, they're from another let's let's say at at best another planet, more than likely another universe. No, 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 they're just from another planet. That's actually established in the movie. All right, fair enough. Just from another planet. How do they know what's on Earth? How do they know what we look like? Do they have trucks on this planet? Do they have tape players? Is that what I'm supposed <laughs> to believe? <laughs> Or are they like looking in on us and going, you know what? We need to manufacture this to put our bodies into. Okay, but here's the thing, Greg, and you know they're called Greg. They're not called Grifter or whatever the fuck. They're like, look, Greg, I got a question for you, buddy. He goes, what's that? He goes, what? What? How do we get to decide? And they go, no, no, no. That's the best part. You get to choose whatever you want. So you understand some of them. You understand why Starscream wants to be a, a, a jet. That's awesome, right? You know, even even uh, even Optimus Prime, you're like, yeah, tractor trailer. It's it's you know, it's kind of a tractor trailer, but it's kind. Of, you look cool doing it. Yeah, that's fine. Who chooses to be a microscope? And if so, once you've transformed, who's who's is anyone using you? Do you use yourself? How does this he work? Actually, if you watch the movie, oh, and it I did. Like- he used it as not only a microscope, but yet at the same time a telescope. If, if memory serves. Yes, which was very useful. Which is fucking stupid. <laughs> it was useful, but it's not possible. Like, and I know that's stupid talking about a movie with transforming robots, but that ain't possible. They're they're alien robots from another planet. Who's and... using them? Is he using himself? How does yes. that work? Yes, the data is being transferred into his 
temporal circuits. Calm yourself, all right, sir. All right, fine. Let's talk about this fucking kid. First of all, I want to <laughs> yell at every fucking Transformers fan I've ever heard of. Bitch and complain about Sam Witwicky or any other human characters in the Transformers movie. Guess what, bitch? You already got one in 1984. His name is whatever the fuck the name of this kid was. It's so in awful. The, in the original cartoons, the dad in this spike is the age of the kid in this movie. And because this is set into the future of 2005, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Spike um, has a son. Okay. So, like... Okay. How do they then view him as a being that gets inside this transforming thing? Isn't that kind of like Leatherface? He's just going to go and take the skin of a robot and wear it for himself? That sounds frightening. First off, don't know who Leatherface is. Second kind of understand from context third they have a lot of stuff that they build out of machine parts and whatnot right you couldn't put another living being in that what he's like a he's like a like a like a bad immigrant or something coming in he's taking their jobs he's taking other robots jobs <laughs> oh i just found it he's taking other robots jobs away <laughs> these these people don't know Ro- robots are are people too <laughs> Kind of. As, they're, they're at least humanoid. I'll put it that way. As I mentioned to Adam about a week ago, he is room illiterate. <laughs> what room? There's no one here but you and me. I'm fine. <laughs> My couch isn't going to start looking at me and going, this son of a bitch and his shitty jokes. <laughs> if he does, I'm going to fight him. And I, you know what? That's going to be a comfortable tussle. So I think Oh, you could do I could do this all night long, motherfucker. Oh oh boy. Oh boy. Got you couch. (laughs) Go ahead. So in any case, is there any part of it that you actually liked? Here's a like this movie's weird. And I'll and I'll say this just to let folks know, I kind of forced Adam to watch this. I listen. Patreon.com slash the film find. I had to I had to rent this thing. This thing cost me three dollars, everybody. That's why this review's longer than, than the two minutes it should be. <laughs> oh I told you I'd just get it for you, but no. It's fine. It's fine. That's why that's why the Patreon exists to offset little bullshit like this. Oh, I'm gonna talk about something. Uh, maybe I'll I'll do it in the after show. I got something for the Patreon people in the after show. We gave you a real shit pre show, I'm sorry, but we'll give you a great post show. Remind me uh, to tell you about Movie Pass. That's going to be our post. Oh, show. okay. Um, this movie's weird because there are some sections where you're like, "Ooh, that animation is really high quality. It looks pretty, pretty awesome, right?" Mm-hmm. Then there's stuff that's like, "Okay, well that one's that one's all right," and then there's dog shit ones. <laughs> they got everything. They got great ones. They got middle ones. They got crap ones. The whole, they got the whole gamut in this movie. It's really bizarre. Uh, listen, I, I confusingly I like Orson Welles in this. He doesn't have a lot to do, but it's it's kind of cool hearing his uh, voice in this. I will say this though. Um, why I listen? I'm a fan of the guy, and and rest in peace. But Leonard Nimoy doesn't need to be in this. And I'll tell you why. 
He sounds exact the way with with the with the modulation and all the crap that they put on the voices to make them to make them real proper robots. Uh, he ends up sounding exactly like Peter Cullen. You you don't need him there. You could have you could have saved money. Okay, you just cut out entirely. I didn't hear so, anything you said. So, uh, with, with all the voice stuff that's on him and everything, and mm-hmm. uh, Leonard Nimoy should have just been Peter Cullen because he sounds exactly the same. What? It sounds exactly the same. With all that process, I'd look down for a couple seconds. I'm like, I thought I thought Optimus was dead. Nope. It's it's Nimoy's character, and I'm like that. That's horrible. Oh, I don't know about that. What is with and and there's so much weird processing on Eric Idle's thing. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, that was great. I love the Junkticons. They're basically Ewoks. Ugh. The the then there's oh my god. There's so many like we got robot dinosaurs. We got the what's the other one? What's the one I was te- saying I was at when I was texting you? Uh, Constructicon or just. A devastator, or were you talking about the? Or were you talking about Soundwave, or were no, you talking little, about Shark Sharkticons? Sharkticons. There's so much bullshit in here. I listen. If there's anything that I do do on this movie, is I like the gumption. I like the. I like the. Hey, we're just gonna throw everything at a wall. You just shut up and enjoy it, and for God's sake, buy the toys. Because that's what this movie is, bro. They are just going, we're going to make a billion toys. And I'm sure they did. I'm sure they made a billion toys and made a billion dollars. There uh, are people who own Unicron. Yeah. Now, that's what I was going to ask. Was that ever made That's made to a toy, I guess? I don't know that, that I ever saw one. Uh, that I don't know if it was made at the time. I do know that there we have a uh, – you have a listener – who is a fan of the show, but not a patron at this point. That's Unicorn ha- Toys, not Unicron, you fucking Google. And he has Unicron, so. Gee whiz. Yeah, I, I also, one of my landlord's kids, previous landlord, uh, who Max is my age, but he also has Unicron. It's enormous. Oh, I'm now I'm looking at him here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen one of these in person. It is enormous. Yeah, Dean Delp. Cool. Hello, sir. Cool. He has one. Yeah. So they're pretty expensive. Yeah, so. I mean, Transformers fans are insane. And and that's the thing, man. Uh, people, are, people are either big Transformers fans or they're not. There's not a whole lot of in-between. <laughs> Which is a bummer. I mean, there's there's some really good stuff. Uh, one of the funny things when the first Michael Bay movie came out was some fans put together a joke about the fact that Soundwave wasn't going to be in the movie. That's a pretty funny bit on YouTube. Check it out. Well, He's going to be in the Bumblebee. Kind of is in it, in a sense. There's a jam box that's basically... Yeah, it's uh, not the fucking same. not the same. same. Uh, yeah, granted. Not even close. It's, I'll it's be like, honest with you, though. I, I'll say this, because we had kind of talked about this uh, offline, is that uh, Bumblebee movie looks like it might be good. <laughs> I'm so excited! It, I'm so excited, and he's in it, and I'm so excited. It kind of looks like it's going to be good. You look at all of them, they're like, they're all the old school ones. We're going to at least get an Optimus Prime and a hologram or some such fucking shit. I would hope so. Well, they've, apparently, they've showed it a little bit. And Starscream's going to be in it, apparently, which I cannot stand him. But him versus Rainbow Dash is actually a really, really funny um, 
battle that is on YouTube as well. Check it out if you're a fan of either My Little Pony, The New Root, which I have never seen, but it's still funny, or if you ever like Transformers and, you know, want to get a kick out of some folks doing a lot of physics for I no particular reason. I feel like there was a Transformers rap back in the day. Does that sound familiar at all? I don't know. This is all fairly recent that I'm talking about, but uh, I should also mention that the reason I have a poster was there was a one-day special screening this past Thursday, and one of the things of buying a ticket is that you got a poster. Okay. Now let's get to the important question. What was the funk level at this event? Actually, not at all. Uh, I was one of three women in the theater. Oh, I thought you were going to say three people. I'm just like, womp womp. No, 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 no. There were probably about there were probably about thirty people in the theater. Maybe no, I'll say about fifty people in the theater. No, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Uh, there were a couple people with smaller kids. I think there were probably three kids, and the rest were men about my age. The fun part of all of this, though, was that there was an amalgamation of every walk of life of men my age. Oh, yeah. Like... It's a far and wide, it, this one, for sure. And I, and honestly, it, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they are, like, by and large, just robots. That can appeal to anyone. Yeah, it was like the UN of guys <laughs> who, are, who are on cusp of Gen X. I am. And it was kind of fun that way, because it was all these people who have very little in common other than the fact that they're about the same age and dudes, but we're all sitting there and, you know, under my, like, I'm mouthing the words to the movie, like, you know, nobody calls Soundwave uncrasmatic. Uh, so all you got to do, like, if you're ever in one of those situations, anybody, all you got to do is, like, under your breath, just go, like, Star Screen G2 is way better. Like some shit like that, and then just watch people's like heads go. I don't even know if that's a true statement or a fall or how false a statement that is, but that's just some shit that they'll just all of a sudden. It's just like you heard like you know sonar going off. What the what the fuck did you just say? You'll be yeah, in, I almost you'll be reached in fist the fights in the theater. Slapped you. That's right. Fist fights. The only thing that we didn't have in this movie was all the like other. See, you kept thinking like, "Oh, this will just be this," but no, they went to crazier stuff with like, "Hey, here's a, here's like insecticons, where like all the like insect people and then the beast wars and all that kind of garbage." Uh, they just keep. No, insecticons were in G one Transformers. I don't know. Well, you know what I'm talking about though. There, where any time where they're just like, uh, uh, make that a robot. Yeah, there you go. That's a new Transformers. What that is is, it's a robot butterfly. Fuck you, sell The it. only, the only things besides from when they went to planets where they had never been before, that were new were RC, the only female robot, and I love how she I'm has breasts. To... Don't know why. It's just yeah, but she's also funny. a sports car, which is fantastic. Uh, and then there's also the helicopter guy, and I think that was a cool transform. That was a, that was a cool transform going into the helicopter like that. That was dope. Yep, yep. There's a couple like that. Like I said, there's a couple like really neat things in here. There's a there's a good half hour worth of material in this hour and a half movie. Oh, you need to you need to walk away. And on how top of many which, times you- can we hear the same fucking song? 
every song, the most you heard any song was yeah, twice. You missed out on the extras that happened after the movie that I sat through where the guy who wrote that song, which he actually wrote it for a Sylvester Stallone movie. Makes sense. Over the top two. uh, Over the two electric boogaloo. Why not? Yeah, he performs it acoustically after talking about how he came about coming up with that song. How did how long did it take them to get all the panties off the stage? <laughs> it was it was a little sad, honestly. People are throwing panties at the movie theater screen. He can't even get them. Yeah, not Ridiculous. so much again. Thir- Three women. It was about as many women as when I went to see Three Hundred in the movie theater. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best jokes ever. How many times have you seen 300? Uh, four or five times. That's how gay you are. <laughs> I am. Uh, so, that being said, uh, if you've got two brain cells to rub together, don't see Transformers. But then again, you, if you've seen it, if you've seen it already, you've seen it, and you and you probably dig it. And if you haven't chances are it's probably not going to rock your world unless you're, you know, that's something you really dig. But then again, you'd have watched it by now, I think. It's, you know, it's a nostalgia thing. And if you need to cheer up during this, you know, it's not been the best of times lately, no matter what what your thoughts are on the world. You know, economy is not so great. If you want to remember Sunshine, a simpler time. And do, 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 do. Oh, wait, that's not when we're, oh, sorry. Just, you know, Dinobots and, you know, the, the having the boom boxes and their little tape decks fight each other. It's great. Man, if they'd have got to the era of CD players, it'd have been all over. Uh, get out of here. Here's here's my here's my hypoticon. That's ridiculous. You know what yes, else is. is ridiculous? Our next movie. Here's a trailer for Assassination Nation. My name is Lily Coulson, and I'm 18 years old. These are my three best friends, M, Bex, and Sarah. And this is the story of how my town, Salem, lost its mind. But let's start at the beginning. Dude, the principal got hacked. I give him like five days before he commits suicide. I'm sorry, I just don't have any sympathy for people that get hacked. For real? There's two types of people in this world. People that have come to terms with privacy is just dead. Then there's the old people that are still trying to fight it. What do you have to hide anyway, Lil? A million nudes, super gross porn history, and like super pervy texts about almost everyone at this school. Me too. Me three. (laughs) I think it was some like socially conscious vigilante hacker guy. I live for this type of scandal, to be honest. Looks like half of Salem just got hacked. (laughs) There's nothing anybody can do to get these videos down. Unfortunately, sir, it's uh, very difficult to stop the internet. When 17,000 people's texts and emails get leaked, people get really weird. Run, Lily! Who sees a naked photo of a girl and their first thought is, 
yo, I gotta kill this girl. Where do you think you're going, Lily? Way more people than you'd think. your world. You built this. Don't take your hate out on me. I just got here. You may kill me, but she can't kill us all. Alright everybody, that was the trailer for Assassination Nation, our last uh, review of the week here. Here's the IMDb plotline, as we know IMDb. I didn't even read the one for the other one, but I'm going to read Gosh. this one. <laughs> the, well, what, what do you need to know about the Transformers movie? They're Transformers! They're Shut awesome. Up. Here's the IMDb plotline for Assassination Nation. After a malicious data attack exposes the secrets of the perpetually American town of Salem, chaos descends and four girls must fight to survive while coping with the hack themselves. This is uh, directed by Sam Levinson, who, if I'm to understand, is the uh, son of uh, Barry Levinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, starring... Odessa Young, uh, Hari Neff, uh, Suki Waterhouse, which just sounds like Price Waterhouse Cooper to me every time I hear it. Uh, <laughs> Abra, Bill Sarsgaard, uh, Bill Thorne, and more. There's a lot of people in this. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Sorry. Hey, again, he's way down the list when you start to think IMDb should put like the biggest stars at the top <laughs> so we know you who think, the fuck right? we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, Joel McHale, not. Le-. He doesn't have like. I wouldn't say he's a major character, but he's a major minor character. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like he should be up higher because I, I'm sure Joel McHale's name got a little bit of, you know, juice to this movie to make some stuff happen. Yeah, I mean, the Russos probably talked him into doing it, honestly. That's that's kind of what that feels like. So, uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, this, is, uh, this movie was uh, quite interesting. Now, I'll be honest with you, going into it, I did not know about this movie uh, much at all, really. And uh, I think I may have seen a trailer once, and f- I kind of forgot about it. I didn't know the plot, didn't read it, didn't know anything about it. Uh, so I was just like, all right, I'm going to go see that. I, I it got, you know, all I know is the name. Girls are in it, and it did really well at Sundance. So, with that in mind, I was like, "Fuck, I'll go watch this." And I and, and actually, I heard, uh, I heard uh, uh, my friend Jay talk about it, and he was up in, uh, I think, Toronto or something, and saw it. So, you know, up, up, I think it was TIFF. So, okay, it's it's it had some buzz. It was just like, "Hey, go see this," and I was like, "All right, well, let's go fucking see that." And so I sent uh, I sent you to see it before I saw it, which may have been a mistake. Krista, <laughs> um, do you want to tell people about this movie? I mean, how do how do you want to how do you want to start? Because I don't like I don't like you and I really haven't talked much about the movie itself. Because sometimes we'll talk about some things, other times we're like, well, let's save it for the show. We haven't really mm-hmm. talked about. I don't even know if you like this movie or not. Yeah, I want to know if you like this movie or not first. Uh, I really did. I like this movie a lot. Uh, I think this is a... Uh, I think this, with 8th grade, is a great double feature to show high school kids. 
because man, this is uh, woo. <laughs> yeah, I will say that I also liked it. I had some problems with it, which we can talk about, but I was impressed. It's uh, this thing is full tilt to the wall, man. Uh, it doesn't stop. It's super fast. But I don't know. What does this thing clock in at two hours? I it did seem like it was a very long movie. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, one forty eight. So pretty close. Uh, okay. But to me, it 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 sailed by. I thought this thing went really fast, and uh, you like everybody in it. Well. Well, I mean, as far as like from an <laughs> acting standpoint, you don't go like that's okay, a great yeah. character who's a who's who's an upstanding member of society, and that's the thing about this movie. I'm gonna tell you this right now: ain't nobody in this movie good. Everybody in this movie is scum. Oh come on, the principal's a nice dude. Yeah. Okay. Well. Mm, oh, but I. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I'm hitting shit all over the place. Um, I like this movie because I think. Number one, I think that this movie, depending upon where you lie in a lot of different, uh, you know, uh, spectrum of beliefs, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, your read of this movie may be very different. Yeah, I was actually looking at online reviews because I had a theory about it. And for the most part, for the user reviews, it seemed to really go down the line of I'm left wing, I'm right wing. Yeah, and 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 to me, that's what also was really cool. Cause like, to me, and you tell me if you think otherwise, cause I'm curious. Uh, but for me, come, I'll just I put it out on Front Street as I have many times. Libertarian, I don't really I, I lean left on some subjects, lean right on on a good number of subjects as well. I try to take a pragmatic view of of everything that I can. Uh, sometimes I'm called a uh, very wishful thinker in a lot of my stuff, and perhaps that I am. Uh, but with this. I can really sit back and just go like, "Ooh, that's attack at the right. Ooh, that's attack at the left." Some of the, some of the, some of the right. I think the most obvious ones are the right leaning ones, or the you know attacks against you know right wing people. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of left ones that I don't know that all of them will catch because they're a l- those tend to be a little bit more subtle, in my opinion. I, the one thing that uh, I didn't know, I, okay, so as Adam mentioned, I knew nothing going in. Absolutely nothing. I saw the poster for it when I bought the ticket, and that was it. Yeah, it's just like a couple of chicks on the on the cover. It looks like they got guns. It's called Assassination Nation. It's like, all right, what more do you need to know? <laughs> yeah, I like action movies. I was Sounds all in. Sounds good. And uh, as somebody said, it's the Crucible and the Purge combined. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's pretty pretty apt. Now, the interesting thing is, because it was written by a guy, that was really obvious to me in some ways. That's interesting because I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't know I didn't know writing and directing on this. Uh, I really thought that this captured girls' voices pretty well in in several cases. Just from my experience of like now at the same time, too, I want to ask you this. And again, just not being judgmental here. Mm-hmm. How often do you hang out with people within that age range? Well, uh, a little bit more than you might think. OK, I, like I said, that's why I'm asking. Particularly because uh, for a while I was dating a guy who has a daughter who just turned 21. Ooh. And uh, she lived solely with her dad 
And I did things like take her prom dress shopping and had to help with discipline situations. Mm. So some of this stuff was a little more familiar than I wish it had been. (laughs) The other part of it is that I also, um, you know, most almost every year I teach an online safety course for middle school girls. Tell me that in this instructional thing that you at least open up and have a little bit of fun by first playing safety dance before the thing. They're 13 years old at most. Doesn't fucking matter. Safety dance works for all of it. And then when you're doing a little robot in there just to kind of, come on, guys, get with it. And I should also point out it's, it's, it's uh, tailored to Hispanic girls. I don't know. You could you could put a flare. I don't. You can put on a sombrero. So, I don't care what you do. Make it your oh own. Oh Lord! So in any case, so uh, some of the stories that the middle school girls tell me about the things that they receive are so horrific that I was a little more prepared for what was going on with the mm-hmm. with some of the stuff. Um, but I think that also made it a little bit more painful for me to watch because I know that this isn't. At least the first half of the movie isn't that far off from reality. Oh no, it's 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 very like it's very I don't want to say ripped from the headlines, but it is I you could say very anecdotal to the world for sure because you hear about this kind of stuff happening all the time. Yeah, and um, I did find it interesting. One of the things that I was surprised by was, and this is we're going to go into spoiler territory now. Sure, spoilers from here on out. Roll out. Spoilers. Spoilers. Roll out. There you go. That was a good one. So I know that all the girls are supposed to be 18 at the time of the situation, the four girls that are friends. Correct. It was my impression that the main character had been babysitting for that family a while ago. Right. Like she was 16 when she started. That's what I remember. So... Nobody seems to recognize the fact that she was being groomed by a 30-something-year-old man. Um, I don't think it's it's delved into as much as it probably could be, but I think I think it's obvious. I mean, I don't know that anyone's going, "Oh, the love between these two people is a is a fine thing." Uh, well, because not even her friends nor and definitely not her family, but nobody says to her, look, you're a victim in this from this guy. This guy has victimized you and he has done these things to you. Nobody points it out at any point. They call her a homewrecker. She gets kicked out of her house. Her friends are very kind to her about it. But that is it. Yeah, Um but at the same time, too, like, I, I don't know, between these friends, I don't think that that would be, it doesn't feel like that would be something that these friends would say something about. Yeah, no, I mean, especially, you know, teenage girls don't necessarily understand when they're being treated like this. And and the, I did like the fact that they pointed out in the movie that this girl, the only person she had ever had a relationship with, had actually had sex with, was her boyfriend. Right. Which was which so, was kind of which was kind of nice, and you know, it just it it made you feel this uh, particular way for this for this character. It gave you the right kind of empathy, I thought. Yeah, and then all the things that happen after that seem fairly realistic. 
uh, and horrifying. And uh, oh, I should also point out that the dad, her dad, is actually the dad on Stranger Things. Yes, he's so got was, way, he's got a thousand percent more lines here than he does in Stranger Things. He does, and he's a little bit more intelligent and just as awful. Huh? Oh, eh, eh. we need you to play a disaffected father. Oh, I got that. I got that in spades, yep. boy. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so what were? Uh, oh, we should also point out that the the actress who plays the girl Bex, who is trans, is actually a trans actor herself, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen too often. So that was interesting. So shut um, up, people! Shut up about it. Needs to be there. You go. You got it. Now, now it, pipe down. <laughs> I I think I think there was a level of. I think it worked a lot better than other times when you see actors play who are cis actors. This, this is true, but I, I'll say, or not. I, and I'll and I'll say this. Um, I something that I thought could have been and could end up a little bit possibly preachy, didn't really end up that way with that character. And no. I thought, and I thought that was really good to just play it. It was as it was supposed to be. There's a couple of things that you can interpret actually in a couple of different ways, uh, with with uh, the the gentleman caller. Uh, I don't know what we could label him as. <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback. The, was he a quarterback? He seemed small for a quarterback, but um, yeah, you know. But he was the quarterback. But yeah, it- and but but like to me, there was a lot of questions with that, and then. Because that whole character, who we don't really spend any time with, has a, has a big struggle going on in his life as well. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I, but and and then like his issues with whatever he's going through, then translates over, and then you know you're now you're treating another human being like garbage because you have weird issues that you yeah. that you can't get over. Then then you then you go and you're treating someone else like garbage and. And at the same time, too, being on that the other side of, of having that to you, uh, be, be, have that done to you, you're obviously going to sit back and, you know, your question to yourself is, what's wrong with me? You know? Yeah. And, and is anyone actually going to ever love me? You know? Uh, so I, it was, and, and again, it didn't feel like it hit you over the head or got real, real preacher or anything, which I liked. Yeah. The, interesting thing to me and this is you know going back a little bit to my high school days was at first i wasn't sure that the character was trans yeah i was it like when the first little intros i just go like oh that that girl's got a strong child line uh but then you know but there are girls who are cis who have strong jaw lines so i was just like okay there there certainly are lord knows i've dated them (laughs) that's true so, you know, I was very unpopular in high school and I had had situations not quite that far into things, but where guys would be interested in physical kind of thing, but then say, you know, uh, don't tell anyone that I talked to you. Hmm. So that was something that I was like, yeah, that's, that's a typical high school boy. Yeah. They're, they're, they're stupid. They only, th- they, they think with the small brain and not the big one. And, uh, they're just a bunch of, you know, emotionally, you know, stunted idiots. Now, the interesting thing to me is that in the locker room scene where you have the rest of the football team ready to beat the shit out of their friend, mm-hmm. they all refer to Bex as she. That's another thing that I thought, like, I felt like could have, but, but, because there's a couple of, there's a couple of head scratchers in that one. And maybe it's just because we're from a different generation. Right. Because, 
like, <laughs> even the bullies are progressive enough to say she. <laughs> Yeah, it's just I was like, that's sitting a, there going, and and maybe that's true. I don't know, but it's possible. I mean, she's clearly a she, and maybe she's been there long enough, like that, that they've just automatically switched over without even realizing it. May uh, maybe I don't, you know, I don't know, like because we don't know much about the backstories of almost any of that's, these characters, and that's what I'll say is one of the, and I'll I'll do this right now just as a quick aside is that is one of my little gripes with the movie is that I don't think that we are with our characters long enough to really uh, develop any particular uh, feeling about them. So when, and again, I, I, we're, we're kind of in spoilers, but I'm going to keep things as vague as I can. Uh, but when things start happening to those characters, I don't feel that we have spent enough time or know enough about them to really have the feeling that we probably should have. When all this stuff is going, you feel like I'm not saying that you're you're completely, you know, you know, unsympathetic to anything that's going on with these people. I think anybody with the with a heart is, but I think you'd feel more if we got to know them a little better. Now you say that, and then what did I text you uh, when I was halfway through the movie? Uh, so you texted. Uh, wait a minute, let me pull it up because I want to I want to quote it correctly. <laughs> Because I like my movie started just slightly before yours, so when I got back out, I turned on my phone, and I, I picked it up, and I looked, and I, I got this message here. Uh, give me a second, I gotta scroll up. Uh, do, 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 do. You said, uh, "Oh, crying out loud! How long ago? You, we talk too much." Well, it's that, and we were calling back and forth trying to get this to work. Uh. Shit. You basically said, uh, let's see. Okay, da, 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 da. I can do this. Da, 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 da. Well, I had to step out of the theater to throw up. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was. So, uh, as, as the great Fred Willard once said, what happened? <laughs> uh,. It was okay. First of all, I want to say this before we, before you before you go into that. Mm-hmm. This movie has at least the fucking common courtesy at the beginning to just go, <laughs> "Hey, dog, guess what? He, trigger warning." They give you a trigger warning, and that's also kind of become a joke. And I I do like that as a joke because I think anybody who asks for a trigger warning, I just I mm, yeah, uh, you can tell Adam had a really rough life. And I has don't had lots I and don't lots of problems. Care. I don't care. It's called that. Is why one of us threw up and the other didn't that being said they give a trigger warning to all these things and kind of show like little tiny scenes from each one going here's the horrible things that are in this you better watch out we're gonna have you know uh male entitlement uh fragile male ego uh homophobia transphobia it's a toxic masculinity attempted rape Mm -hmm. that when you say the things you just said those are not actually what are considered triggers nor is it what it said during the clips you're making your oh it said homophobia and transphobia it did say that oh it did for those it did say those now you talk and i'm gonna look up what actually were the trigger warnings all right fair enough i think that's only fair 
right. for folks who might, you know, think they want to see it. And then, you know, this might well, actually they'll be know in the first five minutes. It tells you. No, I know. But so they don't spend the fucking money on something that they can't watch. Oh, you can watch. You can. Yeah, listen, as a proprietor of movies, I can tell you if you came out within the time after it said those uh, those little warnings right there and you said, hey, I want my money back. I'd be like, right on, fam. Here's your money. Bye bye. Maybe you want to go see uh, the house with the clock in the walls. That's a <laughs> maybe little, I would have wanted. That's to a little see more that. your speed. You'd be fine. You'd be fine. Ugh, uh, but yeah, so it does. It gives you these things. So like at the same time too, if if you're like any kid that kind of grew up, you know, in in like the '90s and stuff like that, when you see an explicit tag on a record, that means you're gonna buy that record. If you see Tim, TVMA and the, the the following contains strong language in adult situations, viewer discretion is advised. Oh, I'm totally watching this fucking shit. <laughs> so, that's it. All right, so what happened? So, it's actually, uh, it gets to the point where things kind of flip over to what would be considered the purge part of things. Mm-hmm. So the town, I just want to kind of uh, talk about this for half a second. So the town, obviously with all the, everyone's information flowing out there, uh, everybody's got some shady shit that's gone down and everything from their text history to search history, videos they've shot, whatever, all that stuff has been hacked. And so a lot of people are taken to wearing masks to hide themselves. So obviously to try to escape any of the guilt that they might have showing their actual face in public. And so it gets a little, and honestly, I think they're straight fucking pulled from the purge movies with the kind of design of some of these masks and things like that. So, uh, it's almost more organized than the purges because they're they're there with the cops and the cops are like, are, you know, horrible people. But of course they've also been hacked. So, you know, everyone has uh, got some stank on them and they're after the blood of the people who did it. Yeah. And it's horrifying because they all decide that it is the girl who, the main character who got her stuff leaked too. And has been kicked out of her house. Uh, some people try and kill her because of the fact that she was, uh, you know, a victim of a predator. Well, that's not why they're trying to kill her. No, no, no. Originally, they're trying to kill her because she's not responding to them trying to call her a porn star. as She's just gotten kicked out of her house and is barefoot trying to walk down a street and find a way to have it get inside a house yeah and, and we and we want to say joel McHale is the guy who she's been uh kind of hooking up with we if we hadn't made that clear yeah i had a crush on him since 1993 and uh yeah that's gone <laughs> oh so the trigger warnings are drug use sexual content toxic man- masculinity homophobia transphobia guns nationalism racism kidnapping the male gaze so you were right with that sexism swearing torture violence gore weapons and fragile male egos i don't know all that sounds like a good movie to me and guess what i thought it was <laughs> it's not Ugh. it's not perfect but uh, although it's interesting because they didn't actually mention the attempted rape part I feel Which like is the only that was the only reason I could actually stay stay through the movie was that they had at least pointed out that it, there was 
going to be sexual assault and all that other stuff, but it was going to be attempted rape as opposed to we're going to show you rape because mm-hmm. then I would have been like, I got to go, Adam. Sorry about this. I was sitting there. I'm telling you, I'm watching that thing, and I knew that you were only like a half hour behind me, and I was just like, oh, what have we gotten ourselves into today? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like when I got Adam when is, I got when I got that text, I can't say that there was a surprised look on my face. It was just like, oh boy. Yeah, I as much as Adam likes to play his part, you were kind enough to feel bad about. The I fact. did because I didn't know what was in this, and I, I and I know how you feel about a lot of issues and stuff. And like I and and here's the thing: when I saw the trigger warnings, it was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, depend upon how where this movie goes and how it goes there, she might not like this at all. <laughs> I mean, there is the scene that almost got uh, taken out of the movie because the MPAA, of all things, wanted to take out a drawing after all the things that happen in this. Yeah, there's a lot of fucked up stuff that happens, but I mean, people are just, just blown away by guns. Uh, people are beaten, people are hung, people, there's some shit that goes down. Yeah, there's, there's torture, there's all sorts of stuff going on, there's, you know. Clubbings. Clubbings, uh, attempted rape, sexual assault, blah, blah, blah. There's like a bajillion terrible things. But the one thing they didn't like was there was basically this girl who did a self-portrait of. Was it uh, a self? I think so, yeah. I think it was. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was basically a very uh, hardcore pornography pose. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. Your, it wasn't. It wasn't a tasteful nude charcoal. <laughs> but at the same time, the discussion that she has with the principal, who is telling her, "Please don't do this." Oh, she's absolutely right. And well, yeah. well that's the best part about that scene. Is they're both right. Yes, they're and they're he, both right, and 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 I to me that that like encapsulates a lot of this movie to just go. There are many sides to look at things. Neither one is perfect, but you're gonna have to compromise on some stuff, you know, just to let's just get through what we've got got to get through, and then you know, I, I, listen. After high school, you're good to go. Yeah, knock, and knock yourself out. But in high school, there are rules that you have to follow. And I think while she hates that, at the same time, too, you feel like she at least respects that enough. Well, the other part is he listens. And when she says you don't get it because you're a man, he doesn't get all annoyed about it. He listens and says, then tell me, listens to what she has to say, has an amazing amount of empathy for what she's dealing with. And instead of judging her or telling her she's wrong or telling her you shouldn't be doing these things, says what you say is valid, but you can't do this now. And you only have a little while to wait until you can do these things whenever you want. That Exactly. That was fantastic. And what was also fantastic is her understanding that. That that's the yeah. thing that you have to, it's like, oh, okay, I, I get it. I don't like it, but I at least know that you know where I'm coming from and you get it, but there are rules and these are, it's it's kind of how it has to work. But, yeah. it's, and he basically goes, he's like, look, your grades are good enough. You're talented enough. You know, I think you can do whatever you'd like to do. We just got to, let's just make it through high school. You're close. Yeah. He's clearly somebody who cares about his students and wants them to do well and that can 
convince a teenager of to do a lot of things that they normally balk at. And that's the thing, man. And uh, now some behind the scenes from Adam Portress's life. Uh, I, I taught high school for a year. And I uh, taught broadcast journalism. And uh, let's be honest, my class was an easy A. <laughs> uh, and it was. It was. There were three, there were three teachers. Wait, one, two, three. There were four of us. <laughs> there were four teachers. Uh, but so so pretty much every type of kid took the the class right mm-hmm. and there were uh, there were a couple of, of young guys who were you know pretty at risk dudes uh you know got into a lot of trouble at school did not have a great home life or, or anything and there were people that you know they get um they get pigeonholed i guess is probably a, probably one of the best things to say because uh one guy, he just goes, "Hey, man, all, all, you know, the thing that happens with me is, it's like I get in with these guys, like you know, friends and stuff. I know I'm not supposed to be with these guys. They're not, you know, uh, but I, you know, I don't want to be a jerk or anything. And then I've got other people thinking that I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I'm not doing any of this stuff, but I, you know, I'm made to feel so guilty about it that it might as well be something that I'm just doing anyway." You know, mm-hmm. if that's what you're going to think about me, I might as well be the thing that you want me to be. And, you know, it, and it's tough because you, you've got to look at the kid and just go like, I know that feels like the easy way to do it. And and it, it probably is, but maybe not the best way. And I, I think with that kid, you know, we may have helped for a little while, but I, if memory serves, he just could not get out of that life as much as he even wanted to. So, you know, hearing the right thing from the right person certainly can make all the difference in the world. Yeah. So, you know, and that's why, like, I, I, you know, I do, I, you know, I'm a bit of an asshole, but I, I'm a nice person as well. <laughs> I do, bo- <laughs> I do both very well. Okay. Uh, sometimes one, one, you know, goes out a little bit more than the other, but I think that's, uh, it's the yin and yang of life, everybody. You got to have a little bit of the dick with a little bit of the sweet. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's the other part of it is that uh, until you turn 25, your brain has not con- finished developing and you have problems with the uh, pituitary gland and all sorts of other things, which makes you have poor impulse control, etc. Excuse me, I got to have my 87th coffee for the day. Excuse me. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, but no, look, I like this movie. It's crazy. It's action-packed. It's over the top. It doesn't stop moving. And there's a, uh, I'm sitting there watching this thing going like, wow, this looks fantastic. And then you find out it's Barry Levinson's kid. So Barry Levinson, famous director, probably most people know him from like Men in Black, Get Shorty. Uh, but his dad was also a very accomplished cinematographer for the Rain longest Man. of times. Yeah. So uh, he comes from good stock. That kid's going to make a good-looking movie, and he certainly did. So I do have three things before we stop talking. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to work backward. Or no, I'm going to go in the middle. So these, the first one and the last one are going to be about near the end of the movie. First one, did you see it coming from a mile away that it was clearly the little brother doing all these things? Um, It was one of those things where I had like a slight inkling, but I thought it was very smart of them to use the prop device. So we the get, pro- yeah. So essentially, yes. So him with a with the cup and the straw, 
That's mm-hmm. how that's how you're able to recognize that it's the same kid. Oh, see, like as soon as they, as soon as you see that kid, even at the dinner table, it was like, yeah, he's begging for attention. This. Oh, is I not- didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't pick it out of the table. I, that much I couldn't tell you. No. Yeah, as as soon as I saw him, and on top of which, he's a fairly well-known child actor whose name I'm not remembering right now, but he's been oh, in a I ton of stuff. Did not know. I will say mm-hmm. this though, I knew like uh other dude that was brought to the police station, I knew he was full of shit. Uh because oh, yeah. he was like he's just one of those guys that just like, you know, gets a hard on for like, you know, this crazy 4chan shit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and on top of which uh, blaming well, he did actually do enough of the information that you knew that he had actually picked the right IP address. But what was interesting was that when uh, Lily, the main character, tried to figure out where this guy was from. It was coming out of Russia. So, yeah. so that was interesting to see all that going on. Um, well, yeah, just spoofing IP addresses and things of that nature. Yeah. So, so that was, I don't know, like the whole thing was pretty crazy. That's what I'm going to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And apparently, a lot of these, like at least two of the women in it, are famous singers, but I don't know either of them because I'm old. Okay. Which ones? Uh, the the cheerleader who gets beaten up. Yeah, Sabella Thorne, yeah, she's been in some things. Uh, I, I think she started out as a YouTuber, maybe? I don't uh, know. But she's been in a couple things. I like her. She's in the new. She's in the newest, uh, at least I think it's still the newest, unless they fucking put out another one, and I didn't know, not that I wanted to know, because most of them are shite. Uh, she was the girl in the new Amityville Horror. She was also in the McG movie the, about the babies about the babysitter or something like that. Uh, that was pretty good. She was a, she also played a cheerleader in that. Oddly enough, uh, hey. but she's good. I I like her. There's something uh, uh, about. I mean, she's she's a pretty girl. There's there's that. But like, I think she's a good actress too. She doesn't have a ton to do in this show. But boy, oh boy, does she get that annoying up talk voice? Everything I hear. Because everything's yeah. going up at the end. Because this is yeah. how some girls decided they need to talk today. Because everything goes. I just want to fucking kill somebody, man. That's horrible. If there, there's a way to start the purge, that's how you do it. Just start all the up talking. Yeah, I just well, and then she does get murdered. So <laughs> she gets whack a dude. Uh, but yeah, I really wish like again. That's that's my only real critique is just being able to. I wish we could see more of who the girls actually are, what their motivations are, and things of that nature. Um, it just, that would have helped a little bit better. But by and large, look, the movie moves, it cooks, it's fast, it's crazy, and it's, I promise you, it's not going to be like anything else that you watch in the movie this year. Great, there's some great tracking shots outside of a house. I'm wondering, I'm looking at this house, and I'm going, who got this house? <laughs> what location guy got this house? They couldn't. Have, did, did you just make this house? Was this something that uh, Levinson was, knew growing up? It was amazingly good. Good stuff. It was brilliant. Uh, that was fantastic. The other thing I am going to say before, like, because I told you I have two more things, mm-hmm. was uh, technically you only got one more, but I'll give you two if you want them. So when I said about uh, you could tell a guy wrote this. Mm-hmm. One of the things that was pretty clear was there was no, like, you see Lily in her room twice. And that's it. 
Mm-hmm. You never see her getting up for the day. She apparently has great grades, but never does any goddamn homework. I always like that. I didn't really get grades, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you, you just like there's no there's no classroom there's no nothing it's that she's this huge party girl and somehow can pull off good grades and get into any college she wants god bless so that was interesting uh but yeah she just she the conversations that the girls had together was a little bit more um, there was no fighting within the girl group. There was no tension within the girl group, which is nice to see, but but very not unreal. realistic. Yeah, that's true. No. You know, I never really thought about that, but that's absolutely true. They would have had a couple of tiffs or something because, yeah, let's you, you said, or it, at least that's yeah, or at least are. disagree. Like, there's only one disagreement, and it's very clear why the other girl is going to defer to the girl being upset about something, and that is it. That's a good point. So, you know, near the end when they're all helping each other out, yeah, they're going to have a unified stand. Uh, but but again, that also would have been something good for the character. Uh, another slight little arch for a character is being able to get over that that hump in order to get back and then, you know, for the, you know, the Voltron at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that would have that would have furthered that along. You're right. Again, not a perfect movie, but pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah, and um, the uh, the last thing I would say is, what is with that last scene? Okay, uh, super spoilers what? from here on out. Uh, so we've been spoilers, super spoilers, super spoilers. Um, re- refresh me. The marching band. Oh, that was dope. I don't know, like it doesn't need to be there, but it's dope. I love it. Oh. I just went, why? Like, I, you know, it was cool to watch, but it, I, I did it. not. It's so nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense. But, like, yeah, all the credits go and there's a, there's a, there's a marching band. Was it mixed really hot for you? That's not, like, that's not a euphemism. No, I'm trying to, do you mean sound-wise? Yeah, sound-wise, it, like, it was very, it was, like, high and shrill. Like it, yes. specifically, okay, because it felt like that was a design choice. Because sometimes with theaters, they get a little bit wonky, and you don't know what you're listening to. But yeah, it felt like that be- was an interesting uh, a sound device that they purposely did. In the beginning of the movie, I actually wanted subtitles because I was having trouble following what the kids were saying. That's true. But with the, that, that's kind of life too. The I was just so floored that they had one girl in the entire marching band. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, she's got the the batons. She she's was really murdering she, that baton, son. She's murdering so it. good. I thought and I was just like, how many times do they have to do this? And I'm watching this girl. I'm like, probably once. Yeah, she looks like look she's just killing it. She was amazing. Because I was like, and man, if that, she screws up, because she's like front and center. If she screws up, you can dub in a band later. She's the focus of that man. If she bug, if she buggered that, it's done. But man, she killed it. It was so good. And it's interesting, she never smiles. No, she's serious as a heart attack. Goes through the whole thing. Everybody's following her. Like I said, at the end of the day, that performance is on whether or not this chick does that fucking baton right. And she does the whole time. Because you'd have to reset everybody. What, what do you figure? There was 60, 70 people in that band? 
yeah, and it's all it's all boys and they're all black, which this show or this movie, there's what two black characters? Yeah, there's not many. Yeah, because it's the one daughter and the mom. They are in Boston ish area Salem so uh, yeah yeah it's a, sub- uh, it's a suburb of Boston so, so let's uh and no it makes sense it makes sense people are fucking racist yeah that should have been there should have been a little bit more racism because let's be honest the, the area I love you guys I know I, I got some listeners there and I know I've got friends of the show that, that live in the Boston area have got on their podcasts y'all know y'all little racist up there y- 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 South hey South bad too I'll I'll put it on us, but y'all got a different kind of racism up there, and y'all fucking know it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think that that's. If somebody disagrees with that, then they're just being dishonest. <laughs> they, they, they just walk down the fucking streets and listen, dog. You'll find some racism real fucking quick. Yeah. So, uh, so that was that was bizarre. Like, was there any? I didn't catch any because it was going so fast that I can't remember anything because there was so much terrible going on. There's a lot going on in this movie and like I and honestly I think this is a movie that again like uh though I wouldn't put it on the double bill with this one. I'd put it with 8th grade, but like um sorry to bother you. I think it's a movie you can rewatch many many times and pick out a lot of different stuff. I don't think I could ever watch this movie again. Oh, and, and and here's the thing too. I want to. This also goes in that category of movies as well. Fantastic movie. I don't know that I need to see it again. Uh, the the first one that I ever saw that was like that really hit me that way was Thirteen. Have you ever seen that? No, no. Uh, it's it's a good movie. I'm just like I don't ever need to watch that again. But boy, I think it's essential watching if you got a daughter. <laughs> yeah, it was. This entire thing was just a goddamn nightmare but yes the whole thing will make you want to get off the internet so fast see for me it was more i need to go and stop all teenagers well yeah and that's the thing and and i i mean and uh, not even not even them getting caught it's just i mean just that one scene where she's talking about everything she's doing to the principal because she's quote unquote, you know, like, and she's not, she's not wrong. Everything she says is legitimate about, and, you know, again, spoilers, how all these teenage girls have already learned how to perfectly position themselves for nude selfies to try and basically look as perfect as a porn star. Yeah. Uh, that, that whole spiel was great. It was, and extraordinarily painful to hear. I'm trying to see how old Sam Levinson is. I just wanted to hug her and tell her she was pretty, even though I know the actress should know that. How old are you, motherfucker? Why is his name? Why is his age not on the thing? I do not know, sir. How do you not know that? Anyways, that's it, everybody. We did it. We did a program. What do you say? Not too shabby. Uh, Krista, I hear that you have other shows on the internet, and you know what? I think people should go listen to them. What would they? Where, where, where might they find those things? Well, I don't know, Adam. Wh- which one do you? Oh, like the most? I want you to go straight to hell. You know, I was being <laughs> nice to you, and now you're gonna throw me under the bus. Thanks a lot. 
I, again, am part of the Unspoiled Network. Uh, we've got a podcast network of uh, over 20 shows covering books and TV shows. One person on each of the shows, at least one, has seen the entire series or read the entire series. And there is at least one co-host who is unspoiled. We go episode by episode or chapter by chapter through a series. And as I kind of discussed with The Lost, show that we do... The person who is unspoiled gets to guess and fret and wonder and worry about what's going to happen next. So it is experiencing your favorites for the first time again. Uh, other shows that I that are currently on hiatus for myself and my co-host are The Punisher and Vampire Diaries. Like I said, we're doing Lost. We finished up Band of Brothers last year. She is starting Doctor Who with the head of the network natasha we've also covered as a network harry potter i'm going to be the book club of the month this month dead until dark covering with natasha and for patrons it'll be online with a uh crowdcast so folks can interact with us as we talk about the book it's the first book in the series that true blood is based off of ah those suck at Stackhouse novels. Oh, you didn't think I knew shit, did you? Mm. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. And you know what else I know? <laughs> Sam Levinson's 33 years old. Fuck that guy. He's too young to be doing stuff like that. The only person... Well, his dad. The, more, the only person... His, yeah, he, honestly, he's fine because, you know, you, you had training since day zero. That's cool. Yeah. You, I, Damien Chazelle I hate more because that guy's like 28. I hate I hate his guts. I hate Ryan Coogler's guts because that guy's. I think he just turned thirty. <laughs> Fuck all those guys. They are just they're too good. They're too good to be that young. Yeah, Un- punk, unreal. Punk, punk and I'm forty. I don't want to hear it. They're too young to be that good. Uh, and of course, my other podcast, Hero Movie Podcast, Hero Movie Podcast dot com. You know what we're reviewing this week, Krista? I know you're going to be super stoked. We're doing Venom. That's right. I know. Oh, I'm, I am actually excited. I want to go see it, no matter how bad people are saying it is. We've got a uh, we uh, we're we're uh, we're a bar as well as a, as a movie theater, and we have signature drinks that we uh, get every so often uh, with movies. And uh, one of them uh, is is something uh, there. There's some venom drinks out, right? And there's three of them. Mm-hmm. I should have gotten a picture of them to get all the names. Um, but the other w- one of them is called. Uh, symbiote, um, not, uh, it's not serum shit. I should have really remembered it before I started talking. (laughs) It's got a really gross name in it. And you're just like, should that be something that we, oh, symbiote secretion. Why would you drink a drink called secretion? Oh no. Oh no. Why would you call it that? Why? What, what, what could have, huh? I'm gonna put that on the Instagram. I'm gonna put that on the. Uh, here's the thing. Follow me what's, on Twitter for this. Uh, the film find on uh, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of good stuff. Give me posts. I'm gonna to try to start posting some more stuff. I've been getting good with the film find fives and stuff. We're trying to get all the social media stuff a bustling. Go ahead. So, so, what is it? What's in it? Oh, that one again. I I. It's a new recipe, and I don't remember them right off the top of my head. Uh, it's kind of it's dark looking. I think there's some man. I think there's some uh, maraschino cherries in it. Maraschino. Yeah. 
That's about okay. all I know. Anywho, uh, so that's it. We'll be, we'll be doing uh, Venom over on your own movie podcast uh, and all kinds of good stuff. And uh, we're going to be keeping bringing you guys more uh, Film Find Fives. If you're a member over at patreon.com slash HMP, a new Halloween horror movie every single day. And if you're new to horror movies and stuff, maybe this is a way to get you into a couple of things. Maybe you just go, oh, I don't really know where to start. Or maybe I need a good couple of suggestions. There are going to be 31 suggestions right here with little mini reviews for you. Just so you can uh, do exactly that. So head on over to patreon.com slash the film find. And yeah, you should totally do that because you love those movies. So we'll do all that later. There's a couple in there that you you'll you'll, you'll like, uh, like Creature from the Black Lagoon. You can you can watch that. You can totally watch that. Mm. It's got fish in it. All right, everybody, <laughs> that is it for this episode of the Film Find for Krista. My name is Adam, and we'll see you next time.